I, I believe that I have a prophetic word for us today. I got napkins too. <laughs> I asked the Lord if he, he would let me preach this message without me crying. I'm not sure that that'll happen, but just you all know me. But I believe I have a prophetic message. We, I, you ever had one of those times when you're driving like a long way? I did a 12-hour drive. And in the midst of this 12-hour drive by myself, God downloaded this on me. And so I believe that as we, live, as we leave today, I'm convinced that you may believe something you didn't believe when you walked in. I believe that God's going to edify you and encourage you, and I believe that you're going to think differently when you walk out than when you, were, when you started the day. Now, you all know we've been on this, on this series about doing knowing God, growing in God, and the last portion is doing great exploits. And the download that God gave me is around this. Heroes. You know, heroes are the ones that do exploits, right? Great exploits, we always think of, you know, heroes who did that, Ulysses and Hercules and, and all those heroes of, of old, usually Greeks, but for whatever reason, I don't know. I just want you all to know that as we go through this, I'm speaking to all of us, including me. And I just believe that this is, like I said, <laughs> a prophetic word for us. So, who has shown us a heroic way? I believe Jesus shows us a heroic way and has shown us a heroic way. What is all the things he's done? He's caused people to, who were blind to see, who were lame to walk, who were deaf to hear, who were dead to raise up. He wasn't satisfied going in and seeing religion. And he said to us in one of his last statements that all of these things that he's done, we're going to do too and greater. Do you ever believe that? Do you believe that what he said is actually true? That the things that we've done, that he's done, we're going to do and even greater. Well, I'm going to challenge us today. I'm going to challenge us to this point. We're not just heroes. We're superheroes. And I'm going to prove to you why. What's one of the first things that superheroes happen when those of you who are Marvel fans or DC fans, what's the first thing that happens? Something happens that transforms us. They God took a, a, a person who was not strong, who was not alive, who was dead really, and transformed them. He transformed us. He changed us. He changed us. He transformed us. He made us into something that we weren't. When we believed in him, that began a transformation process. And the process starts in the heart. I don't know if you know the story of Iron Man, but Iron Man supposedly... The reason he's got this new heart, this transformation in his heart, is because he's got shrapnel in his heart. You know what shrapnel really is? It's things that kill you. It's a darkness in his heart. He needed a change of heart. And God changes our heart 
to transform us. You have a transformed heart, a changed heart. Now, I know you know these things, but I just want to remind you of that. That's how we know God, right? Is because we know what God has done to us and for us and through us. And after we get a changed heart, the next thing God begins to work on is our mind. Right? Our head. And we begin to transform our mind and our thinking and our head in that we don't conform anymore to what the world says, but we begin to hear God and hear him speak to us in a different way. We listen through the word of God who speaks to us in a living way out of his word. And it begins to transform our mind and transform our thinking. Now, I don't know about you, but so far, all of these things that God's doing is what happens when we think of a superhero, right? But it, it doesn't end just there, does it? I mean, we have this head thing and we begin to understand and then we, become, then we realize that we're eternal beings. The fact is, is that he changed our heart. He took a heart that was dead, a heart that was dark, a heart, and he gave it life. He made it light. Then he began to transform our mind. As we dig into the word of God, he begins to transform our mind. And he makes us an eternal being. Now, you know every superhero has to have armor, right? So I don't know about you, but I think we have armor, right? We have a helmet of salvation. We have a breastplate of righteousness. We have a shield of, of faith. We have a sword of the spirit. We have uh, our feet, the whole thing, right? Just like Wonder Woman. God's given us, I'm telling you, God's given us the ability. And as we go through today, I, I'm going to challenge us to believe that you are not just a hero, but a superhero. Not just a hero, but a superhero. And finally, we get baptized in this thing called the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, I will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in power. Now, that's one of the things about superheroes is they all have some sort of power, right? So I don't know. That's like all of the characteristics of superheroes now. We've just about covered them all, right? We aren't missing anything. All superheroes have these same powers. And God says that you have these powers. God has done this in you and in me. To what end? So you've got a piece of paper in front of you. And in the H section, in the H section, I want you to write down two things, two characteristics that you have that are your supernatural, your superhero characteristics. Here are some things. You know, there's these gifts of the Spirit, right? There are fruits of the Spirit, right? I can tell you one of the superpowers my wife has is hospitality. She's incredible. She thinks of things, you know, she thinks of things nobody thinks of. You know, and she is amazing that way. That's a superpower that she has. It, it makes people feel so welcome when they come and they stay at our Airbnb. It's amazing. I, I can't, I, sh little things, 
I wouldn't even, she would say, did you see that? I'm like, no, I didn't see any of that. I don't know what you're talking about. But these are superpowers that you have that are unique to you. God's given you characteristics that are unique to you. And I'm asking you to write down two on the H. And then turn your page 90 degrees. And we're going to talk about E. So you know, one of the things that superheroes or heroes have to do, one of the critical things in order for them to become heroes, to be seen as heroes, to be viewed as heroes, is they have to engage the enemy. They have to engage the enemy. They can't just do nothing. They have to do something, right? So I will tell you that prophetically, just a few weeks ago, we let out a shout, right? And the, and the word that God said, the word God said was, that shout was breaking windows. Was breaking windows. Guess what? We engage the enemy. We've engaged the enemy. Whether we want to or not, we have engaged the enemy. He knows we're here. And he knows that we have something that God wants to accomplish through us. Because God's chosen us. Why did he choose us to do it? I, I don't know. But he did. He chose us. So, how do we know that we have to engage the enemy? We have examples of heroes in the Bible, like David, who engaged Goliath. You know how old David was? I did a little research. You know how I am. By the way, everything that I have on the slide, you see one scripture. I have lots more behind it. I'm just, you know, if you know me, you know I'm... Mary said, don't put so much in there. But there's David. Do you know Jesus, as soon as he was baptized in the Holy Spirit, he was taken away for 40 days and tempted by the devil. It wasn't like he waited for the 40th day to be tempted by the devil. It says he was taken away and tempted by the devil for 40 days. And he was hungry at the end of that 40 days, and that's when the devil asked him those questions. But he was tempted all 40 days. He engaged the enemy. And guess what? In order to engage an enemy, you have to understand that there is one, right? The scripture out of Revelations 12 is really the description that tells us that absolutely there is an enemy in this world. And that's how we know in Ephesians that we have enemies who are principalities and powers that we're going to go to war against. But you have to be ready, right? You have to be willing to engage the enemy Here's the thing, you are a superhero. You're God's superhero. You're the one God chose. He chose you to do this, to fulfill this. And you're going to have to engage the enemy because if you don't, the enemy's going to engage you. You know where our place is? We're supposed to be attacking at the gates of hell, not waiting for the gates to come to us or not waiting for hell to come to us. We're supposed to be attacking at the gates of hell. So who have done some great exploits? Samson killed more people in his death than in his life. Daniel wouldn't bow his knee to the satraps and to the, or to the king and got thrown in a lion's den and God shut, sent an angel and shut, his mouth, shut the uh, lion's mouths and all the satraps got thrown in behind him and the, uh, the lions ate them all up. 
right? That's the rest of the story. And Deborah, Deborah stepped up and said, look, if you're not going to lead, I will. And she led the Israelites into war. These are heroes of ours. And they're doing great exploits. So I would like you to take your E and write two exploits that you would like to do this year. For me, I'm going to give you one of mine. I want to have words of knowledge out in the street. <laughs> you know, that freaks people out. When you read their mail, they don't know you, but yet God's given you something specifically for them. That's one of my exploits. I want to have words of knowledge for people in the street. What are yours? Just write two down. There are lots of exploits you can have. That first picture, you know, not everybody gets to travel over the world, right? Remember the first picture? Maybe I flipped through it too quick, but there was a picture of people. There were Indians standing with their hands on their head that God was healing them. And you saw a picture of John Nebling praying over someone and God's healing coming to those people. God healed those people right there, right there. The place we were in India where that happened, it was illegal to talk about Jesus. And yet this place was full of people who were getting healed by this loving Jesus. It was amazing to see that power move throughout a place and to be a part of it. Those are exploits. And here's the thing. Everybody gets to do exploits because we're all superpower. We all have a superpower. It's called the Holy Spirit. We have been baptized in power. That Holy Spirit power is in you. So you can do an exploit. So I hope that you've written two of them down. But I'm going to challenge you that as you go away today that you're going to get three or four more to write down. All right? Turn your page 90 degrees. Sometimes we are reluctant. Sometimes we're reluctant to be a hero. Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press because the Midianites were taking everything that they had. And God sent an angel to sit under a tree next to the wine press and call Gideon. Gideon had no desire. I mean, he did everything. Think about it. He did everything he could do to get out of it. Here, let me put this fleece down. You make it wet on one side and dry on the other side. Oh, wait a minute. Now make it dry on the other side. He did everything he could to get out of it. He was a reluctant hero. Joseph never decided to get thrown into a cistern and sold into slavery. He was a reluctant hero. So while you may say, I don't know if I can be a hero, I'm telling you that God's going to ask you one day, and you may have to be a reluctant hero, but he will cause you to be a hero because that's what he's, he's decided to use us. He's decided we're the ones. We're the ones who are going to have an impact in this earth. We're the ones that are, we sang a song about bringing heaven to earth. We're the ones that God has called to be ambassadors to show his kingdom to this earth. And what do people look for? What are, what are people looking for? They're looking for people who are heroes. They're looking for people who are different. Heroes are different, especially when they walk around in those suits like Wonder Woman. Just saying. 
but reluctant heroes. You may be a reluctant hero. But the way that you can become a hero is through a relationship with this king. It's through a relationship, a close working relationship, a close walking relationship, a close relationship with the king of kings and the lord of lords. That's where you're going to draw that superpower from. It's because of him. And he chose you. Isn't that amazing? He chose you before the beginning of the world. Before the world was ever formed, he knew that Aaron's mom and dad were going to be her mom and dad. Before. Isn't it crazy that he chose you? So if anybody argue with me that you have superpowers based on what characteristics of a superhero there are? I didn't think so. So... If that's the case, and he chose you for this time, for such a time right now as this, and a hero has to engage an enemy, and we've already broken the windows, the enemy already knows we're here, we need to be ready. We need to be ready to go. And that means we need that close relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We need to, we need to encourage one another about our Holy Spirit being that's in us, that's released within us, that our heart is, is alive, that our mind's been renewed, that we have an armor, that we have power. We need to remind one another of that. Because we know that God is after relationship. Right? He is after relationship. He is not after religion. And we need to guard ourselves and guard our ways so that we don't become religious because it's relationship that God wants. It's relationship that allows us to have this power. It's relationship that causes us to be in, have an impact in the earth, not religion. I'm always amazed that Jesus went in and made a whip, turned over the tables in the, in the temple where they were selling doves and cattle and sheep and such. He was never satisfied with religion or religiosity. So here's the R. I believe that we've been sent to a region. Some of us, the region may be the world. Mike Stevens is a good example of the world. Coco, Stephen Coco, has been sent to Central America and South America. But you know, Jesus, when he described it, he said, go to Jerusalem. So what's Jerusalem? Jerusalem's where they lived. That's where they were. So go to Jerusalem. Go to Jerusalem where you work and where you live and where there's people that you know and people that are around you. Then he said, go to Judea. What's Judea? You know, there's only two tribes of Jacob that were part of, that made up Judea, right? Benjamin and Judah are the two tribes that made up Judea. And then he said, so you have a family. And everybody in Judea is related. There's only two tribes. The likelihood is, is you're related to somebody somewhere. Could be like being like me, being from Kentucky. My 
my family tree looks like this. But it's family. So Jesus said, go to where you live, go to where you work, go to where you be, where people are, and then go to your family. And then he said, go to Samaria. So you know what Samaria is? Samaria is the other ten tribes of Jacob. They were related, but they were an extended family. Because as soon as they broke away after Solomon's reign, those ten tribes went off and lived on their own. They never followed, really followed the ways of God any longer. So you have an extended family. So God says that Jesus tells you to go to the extended family. Go to the rest of the family. And then there's some of us that go to the world. Right? It's not everybody that goes everywhere. So the place to start being a superhero is in the region that God's called you to. Right? Dan's just now back from Uganda in Africa where there were 120 churches or so who came for a conference that Dan spoke at. Dan and the boys traveled 37 hours to get back here. 37 hours. That's a long time. You might ask uh, those guys, how, how was Dubai? Because they got a chance to go around in Dubai a little bit. But the point is, is we have been called to a region. So I would like you to write down two areas of the region that you've been called to. Write down two areas of the region that you've been called to. Josh, maybe Target is one of them, right? And then if you don't mind, rotate 90 degrees. And we're going to talk about the O. And the one thing about a hero, I think, it's never about them. A hero's never recognized by themselves as a hero, right? There are no, no real heroes are ever recognized as, by themselves as the hero. They're always recognized by others as a hero. We've not been sent here for us. We've been sent here for others. If you want to be a true hero, put yourself last. That's what Jesus said. The first will be last, right? It's about others. Being, a he being what God's called you to be is to put others ahead of yourself. In the greatest command, what's the greatest command? What's the golden rule? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, right? So it's about others. God's called us to reach out into our communities and to be where our region is and to touch others. Because the others are, one of the, are the ones that are going to recognize and see the hero in you. Right? The others are going to see the hero in you. And it's not for your own glory, but for the glory of God. Right? Heroes don't take their own, take it on themselves. But heroes don't just do it alone, do they? Heroes need other heroes. Heroes need other heroes. 
when we stir up this enemy and when we engage this enemy, you better know that there are, another, there are other heroes who are with you, who are part of you, who are engaged with you, who are willing to engage the enemy. Are there people that you are willing, who are willing to get in the foxhole with you and fight the, fight the wars, fight the battles? Sometimes the enemies are so, so big, so many, that we need others to join us, right? And that was part of the whole Avengers thing, right? To bring in all of the, all of the superheroes together because the enemy was so great. So I would like for you to do this on the O. Write down two others that you believe God will allow you to be a hero to this year. And two others that God has called you to be with, to be a hero with. Can you do that for me? So we, as we've looked through this, I believe that you can't deny that God has given you all of the characteristics of a superhero. Everything that people that we look at on TV or on the movies or whatever that we, call, we think of as superheroes, every one of those characteristics, you've been given one. You have them. You've been transformed you're no longer who you were. You're an ambassador. You're a royal priest. You're all the things that God said that you are. You've been given power. You've been given a, an armor, a suit of armor. I kind of like the one Batman has. I think it's kind of cool. Your mind has been changed. Your heart has been changed. What was darkness before is now light. What was, what was dead is now alive. There's this thing called the Holy Spirit. I, I, I don't know about you, but I got saved when I was about 16 years old. And man, I was on fire for God. I thought it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I got, even got to speak in congregations as a 16-year-old and tell them this story about how God changed my life. And I did that for about a year, and then that was it. Nothing else happened. I didn't know anything else. I didn't learn anything else. And I walked away from God. And then I graduated from college and went to my first job, my first job, and over a Thanksgiving weekend, I had, I was so poor, I didn't have money in my, put money in my company car for gas to get home to Cincinnati from St. Louis. I mean, it's like one tank of gas. And back then, <clears throat> it wasn't much more than a dollar a gallon, if it was that. But I was so poor, I couldn't even do that. And over that weekend, I, people... That I, that, that I worked for actually invited me to come to Thanksgiving with them which was really good because then I could eat that was a great thing as you can tell I enjoy that part and I went to, went to their house and then they said we're going over to somebody else's house and we went to somebody else's house and crazy enough these people started asking me about this Jesus this is God thing and I gave them I, I went to a college where it was a, um, a liberal arts school so I knew how to talk flower 
flowery words. That's what I learned how to speak flowery. And uh, so I use these flowery metaphors. And I figured, well, I'm kind of stuck. I got to go to church on Sunday because they brought me in and I got to eat and maybe they'll take me to lunch again. And on that Sunday, <laughs> there were prophetic words that people brought. You know, if you have a prophetic word, it can change somebody's life. I was headed down the wrong path. I was, I was a sinner among sinners. I was really bad. And then these prophetic words came, and they were the same words that I'd use as metaphors for the weekend. And then this man by the name of Mike Stevens, in a congregation like this, says, every eye closed and every head bowed. That's what we did back then. Every eye closed and every head bowed. This is for someone, and my heart's pounding in my throat. You ever have that feeling? My heart is pounding in my throat. And he said, raise your hand if this is for you. And I'm looking around, my head down, but my eyes not closed. And I look, and my hand's up like this. And Mike says, it's you. <laughs> and this power of the Holy Spirit came on me. People laid their hands on me, and, and there was a power that came on me that I could not describe. I felt like I was 10 feet off the ground. And it was, I don't know what happened the rest of the meeting, by the way. No clue. But I know this. I know that after the meeting, there were people praying for me to, to receive this other language, this tongues thing. And Mike Stevens was on his way to Africa that day. And he stopped, Johnny may remember this, in the middle of the street, walked, parked his car, left it in the middle of the street, and came back in and said, speak. And I started speaking in tongues, and my life has never been the same. There's a power that's in me that I, I couldn't. I didn't have before. I couldn't do all the things I wanted to do. But this power of Holy Spirit that came in me changed everything. And that same power is today for you. If you don't have that power, if that's the one thing that's keeping you from being a superhero, today's the day, today's the time when God can give you that power through the Holy Spirit, by a baptism in the Holy Spirit. Your life became alive when you accepted Jesus, but there's this other thing called this baptism in the Holy Spirit, and it's available for you today, and it, can, it will help you to be all of the superhero that he's called you to be. And then you can do great exploits in the region that God's called you to so that others will see and be changed because you're a superhero. You're a kingdom superhero. Something you've been called to when you accepted him. It was a call that he made to you. <clears throat> So I know we're, I'm at the end, and it's early. So I'm just going to ask you this, to turn your page over and write down what kind of superhero you want to be. What kind of kingdom superhero do you want to be?
And again, as, as I said earlier, I believe this is a prophetic word for us. It's, it brings together everything that we've heard this year about knowing God and growing in God and doing great exploits. These are the things, the great exploits that we're to do. You've already written them down. So what superhero do you want to be? If Evan Boyle was in here, I could have him draw a superhero for us. It'd be really cool. He has a gift. He has such a gift, guys. I, I don't know if you know Evan, but he, is, he has an amazing gift of art that God's given him. So I'd like to end like this. If you're willing to engage the enemy, if you're willing to receive, and you're willing to believe that you're a superhero and you're a kingdom superhero, I'd ask you just to stand and make a confession to God in your own way that you, are, that you, you acknowledge that that's what he's given you, that, that's, that what he has shown here is actually true about you. And I think it's important that we acknowledge those things sometimes and we say, yes, this is what God has done. So if you believe that as we leave here today, you're going to leave here understanding that you're a superhero, I'm going to ask you just to stand. <laughs> Father, I pray right now by the Holy Spirit that you seal this in us right now, that from this day forward, from this time forward, Lord, that we believe what you've done to us. And that you believe what you've done in us is accurate and true. That you've made us your superheroes. Given us everything we need. And Father, from today forward, we promise that we will engage our enemy. Father, we know that the enemy is not flesh and blood, but is principalities and powers. So what we're going to engage, Lord, is, are those principalities and powers. We're going to love people just like you love people. Father, we hope that in our love for them that we'll show others the way to you. Father, thank you for transforming us. Thank you for taking our heart and making it light when it was dark. Thank you for being the author of a, a book that every day that we read it, there's a living author who's with us and it helps us to renew our minds. Father, thank you that you've given us an armor so that we're not naked and we're protected, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that you've given us a power to live, to breathe, and to have an impact. Father, we we ask you today to create exploits for us, opportunities for exploits for us. Lord, we're not going to be reluctant, but we are going to go into our region. Father, we're going to look for others. Not only that we can have an impact and be heroes too, but who are heroes to be with us so that we can have a greater impact. 
Father, thank you for your son who allowed us to come into this kingdom. Father, we just walk away today in a different place than we came. In Jesus' name, amen.